Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans. It is not Victory Monday. It's just Monday. <laughs> well, what can you do? We're here. I'm Robin, here with Brian. And of course, and most importantly, the reason everyone listens to the show in the first place, <laughs> here with Gilbert Brown. Yep. Really? Gentlemen, how we doing? <laughs> Good. I'm good. I'm doing good. I didn't. I didn't need no alarm clock, so I. I've been up all day, so <laughs> I ain't got no excuse. It happens. Gilbert's a machine. Drives all over Michigan and Wisconsin, eight days a week. And I think he sleeps about an hour a week. Yeah. Well. I won't say an hour, but I try my best to get it in when I can. Yeah. Well, hey, Gil, before we get into this, I wanted to ask you, you're on the road so much. What is the best quick trip meal food? <laughs> quick trip. I don't see quick trip till I break the Wisconsin line, pretty much. Right. So, um, I mean, it de it depends on the time of the day. Uh, if they got some good croissants, uh, sausage croissants, you know, I'm pretty tasty. Yep. But okay. with me and Santana together, oh lord, we get a we get that we get that eight piece of chicken. Uh oh. They got some they got some nice rolls, but the killer part is. Santana has to get a six, uh, six thing of donuts. Yeah, nice. So does my so he, son every so he time. Eats fried chicken and donuts. The donut is the roll. Yeah, I've heard of, some restaurants have that where they'll have a the chicken with the the donuts on the outside, like a sandwich, basically. And then he get mad at me when I say, "Can I get one?" Dude, you got five more over there. Let your boy get one. My goodness. Just one. Just one. All I want is one, dog. And I want to eat after I eat my chicken like regular humans do. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I've always wondered what was the Grave Diggers go-to quick trip snack. Now I know. Yeah. What's 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 Robin's quick trip snack? I get the uh, barbecue pork rib sandwich, really good. The spicy chicken sandwich, really like that. The cheesy breadsticks, always a good one. But Ricky always has to get the six-pack of Blazers. He, like, he'll only eat one of them or two. I think his record is three, which is incredible for a five wow. And the rest go to Robin. I would ask Brian what his go-to is, but California is not blessed. Oh no, yeah, nope. they don't deal. They, they don't deal in quick trips out in California. Nope. We got uh, we got like AMPM and and that stuff. You gotta put. You gotta plug in out there, don't you? Y'all don't even use uh gas no more, do you? <laughs> not yet. That's a law that's coming in like in a couple of years, but. It's getting there. 
that's going to kill. I, I don't understand that. How are you going to make me put my car up? How are you going to make me put my car up? <laughs> That's That's a, you know how they're gonna get you though. They're gonna put they're gonna put gas at nine dollars a gallon. Then you're gonna force you to use the the EV stuff. Well, I mean, gas is some places is like six bucks out here. Some places. Oh my god! Still. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've been seeing. Like we usually get our gas at Costco. It's like five, like twenty or whatever. But like, yeah, I've heard about some places over six. Oh man, y'all go where you need to and get your butt home, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Well, let's get into this Falcons game, which was, you know, there was a game Gilbert yesterday. Was, Gilbert was talking before Brian showed up. Gilbert actually beat Brian on, which is phenomenal. It's not good, but, Brian. Not good. <laughs> Gilbert was talking about um, everyone on social media calling for Joe Barry's head, <laughs> which is true. People are are out there wanting Joe Barry fired for the third year in a row. Although I am seeing a lot more level-headed discussion this morning as opposed to yesterday. <laughs> so the oh, question yeah, yeah. is: Those emotions are raw. Yeah, is it on the defensive players for not being able to stop Bijan Mustard? Or is it on Joe Barry? What do you guys think? It's on both, I think. It's, you know, usually when you lose a game, you can't just put it on one thing, or one person, you know. They also, they also called for A.J. Dillon to be gone. There's Gilbert not getting the the agenda, but going ahead and following it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I saw A.J. Dillon fall over a lot on plays <laughs> that I don't think he should have fallen over on, but I also was not overly <laughs> impressed with the <clears throat> run block. You gotta, you gotta, you, you know what, man? You gotta break the game down, man. It's a lot of people. I, I mean, like some of these uh, reporters don't really understand or watch the game. You know what I mean? You, you just gonna sit there and point it out, but you gotta sit there and analyze the X's and O's, and you also gotta get on the coaches too because you cannot give AJ Dillon the plays that you give Aaron Jones. This is plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? You got two young backs back there. If a if Aaron Jones is out, you leave AJ Dillon where he belongs, and you put one of those backs back there and do what he's supposed to do. He is a he he AJ Dillon is a fullback <laughs> in an old school terms. Basically, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you got Ward Gunn. And Mike Allstock. You see what I'm saying? You got to give that back their plays. Don't try to make them out of something that they're not. And then you got to look at our offensive line. Our offensive line is pass blockers. That's their forte. Pass blocker. We're not no run blockers where we're going to move people out of the way. 
We're going to smoke screen you and get the job done. But then again, it goes back to Aaron Jones and how great of a back he is. I put him, I'm not saying he's Barry Sanders, but Barry Sanders never had an offensive line and he made stuff happen. Kudos. Oh, by the way, kudos for Barry Sanders because yesterday they gave him a statue out there in Ford Field. Pretty awesome statue, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, y'all need to look at it. He on one foot and his body going a whole different way, just like how it was in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, going back, going back to our guys, man, it's it's uh, you you can see how Aaron Jones is a big part of this offense. He and 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 you and we missed him yesterday. Well, people don't understand how many guys we had out. We had Watson out again. We had Jones out again. Bakhtiari, I heard, didn't play. And Jenkins went out. Yep. Yeah, he you might be out. So, so when you look at this, when you look at this game, man, you got to really break it down and see why we lost. We lost the momentum. We lost the game. And it goes back to a total team loss from coaches to players. Because there's no way we should have lost that momentum. Three and out. Three and out. Can't stop a run. It's, I mean, it's just, you know. ESPN's uh, Stats and Info tweeted out that it was the first time the Packers blew a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter since the 2014 NFC Championship game. Oh, the which made me all the more sad. Yeah, don't remind us of that game. I try not to remember those games. But, man. Give me headaches. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think that it just was not good. And to be honest, there were three dropped interceptions by the defense that would have changed the narrative on Joe Barry, Matt LaFleur, and probably even A.J. Dillon because we would have won the game and people would have said, well, he did enough to win the game. But Jair, Quay Walker, and Darnell Savage all had a, a pick in their hands and they dropped them. And Jairus probably would have gone to the house. Yeah, I don't know. They got they got scared of I guess they got scared of that um the Desmond Ritter uh record him being undefeated at home since like high school or something like that. Really? That's wild. Yeah, he's like 38 and 0 or 39 and 0, something like that since high school or since college at home. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Well. Yeah, well, all I know is, all I know is that, um, you know, it, it, I, I wouldn't be saying we got to push the panic button, you know, because this could be things that could be fixed. You know what I'm saying? And, and having key players out at key positions. I mean, I was on my radio show earlier today and, um, you know, they were talking about you got to understand key in certain positions can help you lose the game or win the game. You know what I'm saying? On both sides of the ball, it's three phases of the game. Yes. But at key positions, you need certain guys to play. And they was like, well, next man up, next man up. No, 
No, I mean, I understand this next man up, but let's put this in perspective. Let's say you got Lamar Jackson, at quarterback, and he goes down, and you put in Tim Tebow. Oh, there's a difference. There is a difference. You see what I'm saying? So you can't just say, oh, next man up, do it like that. No, 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 no. We got to figure that out, man. What do you guys think on the David Bakhtiari DNP? <laughs> he was questionable all week. He was pretty vocal about turf fields all week after the Aaron Rodgers injury. Do you guys think he didn't play because of the turf, or did he really re-aggravate the knee this week? And Matt LaFleur said that wasn't the case, that like that he wasn't avoiding the turf, but he was also kind of terse and short and his tone his tone uh kind of kind of uh said a, said something different I, don't know. I feel like he's kind of more he's a he's too much of a competitor to uh be like well i'm not gonna play because it's turf so i think i don't know i think it was something else thing he probably reactivated or maybe the coaches were trying to be safe and save him for the season or something but yeah, I don't know. He's not the type to, to just be like, eh, I'm not going to play because it's a turf. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you, Brian. I don't think that's the case. I think he might have really re-aggravated it or something happened because uh, he's a leader on that team, so I don't see him saying, I'm not going to play because of this surface. I don't see that. I agree. I just, you know... That's what people on social media are thinking. And, you know, it, I think that it's because they lost. If they win the game, then no one talks about it, you know? Right, right. And um, the Packers have four more games on turf this year, but all within weeks 12 through 17. Yep. So, and LaFleur said this is the case that it's going to be for the – for the season, he's going to be day to day. He's going to be week to week, and I think that's just the nature of an ACL injury for some people. It's just well, the way it is. Well, three sur three surgeries on the same knee in twenty months or whatever. So yeah, it's going to be. He's, yeah. going to have, he's going to have. You know, it's going to be a lot of maintenance with that knee. Yeah. How old is Bakhtiari? Thirty. Thirty or thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if I've never met a person that played a high level at football did not come out unscathed. You know what I mean? There's, 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 there's a price you got to pay for playing this game, man. That's why when they say you're 34, you old as Methuselah. In real life, you're not, but in football, you old as Methuselah at 34. Yeah. Packers don't have anyone who's 34. No, no. They are very, very young. Yeah. And, you, and, and you say that, you say that, Robin, but then you say, you say like this. Were they prepared to be in a dog fight like that, being so young? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Do they, but, know, how to, do they know how to get over the top when it's like that, when that game gets like that? No, they have to learn that. Yeah. But, you know, I saw a tweet from Ryan Wood 
covers the Packers. And he said he has never seen a Packers locker room like the one yesterday after the game where the players were all huddled together by position groups and talking about what they could have done better, like looking at immediate film and discussing the plays. He said he'd never seen that before. So, like, the team, at least, is taking it as a learning experience. No one's throwing anyone under the bus. They're like, what can I have done? What could I have done better? Oh, the media going to throw you under the bus. They don't need to do it. The media do it. Oh, sure. AJ Dillon needs to be gone. Joe Barry needs to be fired. Well, those are the fans. But (laughs) I do do remember a certain quarterback last year who tended to throw some of his teammates under the bus. I mean, sometimes you're trying to light a fire under under them, or sometimes you're just being a butthole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just depends. Just depends on who it is. Yeah. Well, what's done is done. And we got the Saints next week. Yeah. I mean, it ain't going to get no better. It ain't going to get no better because you got the Saints and then Detroit. It ain't going to get no better. Yeah. I was hoping that we was going to go into the Detroit game 3-0. and I was hoping. Do you think that in some ways that this Saints game is a must win for early in the season? Not that like it will make or break the year, but wouldn't you feel better going into the Detroit game two and one as opposed to one and two? Yeah, of course. I, I think I think I think even though we had these three games, the Detroit game is the game that uh, it's going to set our tone for the season because it's a, it's a, it's a conference game and it's Detroit stepping up in Lambeau field. And we haven't very last couple games against Detroit lions. And I, I've never thought I'd see that day because we used to beat them. Like they stole something when they came in there, even when they had Barry Sanders, you know what I'm saying? But it's 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 to the point where I think this Detroit game. I'm not looking past uh, the Saints because they're a formidable team. But I think what's going to make or break our season is this Detroit game. Yeah, especially since Detroit, from the first two weeks, looks like to be our only competition in the NFC North. Good okay. thing everybody lost. Everybody lost. That's everybody. right. Man, so that's it. It didn't happen. Justin Fields looks so bad. He looks lost a little bit, man. To me, I, I I wouldn't say bad. I'm saying he looks lost just because they don't got no weapons. They looked like little pumpkins rolling around out there yesterday. And 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 the thing is, is that that pass he threw. Inside the five or ten, and the guy, I don't know if it was blocked or or whatever, and dude fall in the score. This who is this? That, that was Tampa Bay, right? Was it Tampa Bay they played yesterday? Yes. Baker Mayfield? Yes. 
I couldn't remember who they played. <laughs> I just was like, oh, they lost. But but you know what? Let them keep losing because we need another win. That's another win for us. Yeah. Keep they losing. Do. I have the no Vikings sympathy lost. for Bears. Yeah. The Vikings lost to another one-score game. <laughs> who the Vikings lose to? I'm see it. Philly. They lost to Philly? Yeah. 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 Vikings. Yeah, was... Lions OT'd and lost, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, they lost in overtime, I believe. But, yeah, everyone lost. So it's status quo in the NFC North. And because the Packers win is against a divisional opponent, we are in first place. Yay. So thank you. So, King of awesome. the North for another week. Awesome. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. Just maintain that position all season long and we'll be good. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> so more weeks. It should be hard to do. No. You know. But Saints coming in, uh, we're welcoming home our old friend Jamal Williams. Who torched us last year as a member of the aforementioned Detroit Lions? So we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, I do feel like so there are some players on our defense that are very proud individuals, namely Jair Alexander who are going to see the tape from this week and not be very very pleased with themselves and are going to be on a mission on Sunday to prove that it was an anomaly. It's the home. It's it's the home. I don't really have faith. I'm sorry. I said it's the home opener. It's, uh, it's alumni. It's alumni weekend. Uh, is this a noon game? No idea. Yes. <laughs> Bobman does not sound too sure about that. I'll look that up for you. It's noon or three o'clock. Noon or three o'clock game. I think it's a three o'clock actually. Let's look. Let's see. Um. Oh, it's a noon. It's, it's a noon. noon yeah. Noon game. Yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect Lambeau Field. See, that's that's what I'm saying. Noon game, 12 o'clock. If the sun's out, nice, brisk. I used to love those type of games, man. Oh my God. And <laughs> and and to be and to be in Lambeau Field against a good opponent. I think the uh, coach gotta get them ready, man. It's on coach too. He got to get him ready, and he got to understand what he got. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who's coming back, who's gonna play. Hopefully, everybody we're at full strength so we can go into this game and have some confidence, man. Because you know, if you if you jump out on somebody, what was it, twenty four to what was it, twenty four ten thirteen yeah twenty four ten. Going into the third or fourth quarter, man, you can't get that away. You can't get that momentum away, man, especially for and they're at home. You know what I mean? It makes a difference. 
All I'm saying is it makes a difference, man. The Falcons certainly had a really nice home crowd uh, yesterday. Like that, that crowd was loud. Yeah, you can nice hear it. For sure. Well, yeah, you know they got they got that piped in noise too. So that's well, the thing we don't we don't we don't play good we don't play good in dome situations anyway. That was all the way back when I was playing. So every yes. every edge you get, you keep. Yep. Yep, yeah. But I think the Saints game, like you said, Gilbert, is going to be home opener. I think that it was a good wake-up call, all the loss. And this, like, it's what we're going to see from this team. They're so young. There's going to be lessons that they learn that we are not used to seeing them having to learn. Well, you know, it's a young team. I mean... You got the young players at all key positions. I am interested to see how they bounce back and who is healthy enough to play. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully they have Jones and Watson back. Hopefully back Tiari's back. Jenkins, it sounds like it's a sprained MCL, and that takes about two to four weeks to heal. Heal. So what they do at left side. What they do at left guard will be interesting because I am not a believer in Newman. No, I believe in Big Joe Dirt. Yeah. Well, I mean, see what happens. They should give give Ryan a chance to show something in the preseason. Gilbert, you mentioned it's alumni weekend. I hear that you got some. Fun, exciting things happening in Green Bay this weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the fun part is seeing the boys again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I heard uh, I heard Robert Brooks is in town. Wait, I haven't seen Robert Brooks in a while. You know what I'm saying? So it would be good to see him. Was, and... uh, last early, It was either earlier this year or late last year. He was inducted into the South Carolina Athletic Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. You know, he's he 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 he's the type of guy that uh you know I, I love to see him and Leroy go back and forth about the Lambo leap situation. Yeah, they still go back and forth about that? Huh? They still go back and forth about that? Oh yeah. Oh, they they go they still go back and forth. I think Robert go back more than Leroy does. Leroy is just like whatever. Yeah. But it's uh it's it's uh that competition will never go away, you know. And that's the fun part about it. Both of them still got the fire and the desire, and and it's and and uh, I'm just pretty privileged to know both of them, you know, and and to be there when it first happened, you know. That's that's. That's also a cool thing to do. You know, it's it's uh, you know, when guys do stuff and like like when when I see guys out there doing the grave digger or or just like when he see guys jumping in the stands, it 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 just makes you smile. You know, you don't get mad about it or that's my move. What are you doing? You can't do that. I mean, it's 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 something that uh, it's flattery, man. You know, and I, I appreciate it. I don't get mad about it. Uh, why would you? It's 
Yeah. Imitation's best form of flattery. You know. Yeah. You might you might critique uh, them a little bit, like man, you gotta get your leg up high in there, man. What you doing? You know? Hey, that's what I said when Slayton did when Slayton did your grave digger. I'm like, ooh, that leg that leg like, kick was not that high. You know, he you know what he got to avoid me? falling on, on his he back end like you did at Kansas. I like <laughs> yeah. I like I liked it. I liked his <laughs> because he he people didn't realize he brought the shovel from the back. You know what I'm saying? He took it off his back and swung that oh, shovel. You know what I'm saying? That was sweet. I gotta give him. I gotta give him a ten on style points. I gotta give him a ten on style points. There you go. Nice. And then also, I know that um, you will be doing an event with Mr. Kramer. I believe. The Jay Kramer. The the oh, goat, will be as in. I call it, the yes, goat, sir. the guard. Uh, I have not met him. I have uh, not met him yet, so I'm looking forward to. You're missing the treat, hand. man. You're missing the treat. That that is one individual. If I'm in the state of Wisconsin and he's in the state and I'm close, I'm going to see him. As a fan, oh. if he's sitting there talking on stage, I'm in the crowd. You know what I mean? That he 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 is one exceptional human being. I love Mr. Kramer to death. Well, I plan on meeting him this weekend. Oh, come, Ricky and I are coming up. Got to bring oh, you nice. your beef jerky. Nice, nice. I, I think we're gonna have a uh, Dorsey Levis is gonna be up. Uh, mm -hmm. Santana's gonna be there. Andre Risen probably show up. A few guys over there, Stadium View, rocking the house. Nice. Yeah. For the first one. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, I believe. Because Yeah, what's the weather night. going for game day? Do we know? It's it's looking nice. Early nice. early reports are nice, like sunny, mid sixties. See that I I like I like that because when we're outside signing, it's a different atmosphere to being inside signing. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I like I like I like doing it outside, but you know, Mark Mark Mayfield pulls the plug when it starts getting cold. We go inside. He got because he doesn't. He got to keep his cuteness. He got to keep his cuteness. You know, <laughs> it's because he doesn't wear a coat. He just wears that thermal vest. Yeah, and... He wants to show. He wants to show his guns. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, if you guys, if any of you listeners are in Green Bay over the weekend, you should stop by Stadium View, say hey to Gilbert, get to meet some of the guys, and especially Mr. Kramer, who, yes, you know, he's getting up there, doesn't do these signings very often, so this is literally a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for some of us. Cannot yeah. pass it up. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got to. If you got an opportunity to go see your legends, go see them, man. You know, it's just plain and simple. Brian, when are you coming to a game? Yeah. Trying. We'll see. I'll try. Been trying. Last game you've been to? Uh, the Rams game, like, what was that, two years ago? Three years ago? The one where oh. the, the one that wasn't even fumbled in the, in the, in the end zone on the, on the kick return. Oh yeah! Coliseum. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, that one. That one. That's that one felt like a, a home game for the Packers. It was. It was like all the constant go pack go and stuff like that. It was. It was funny. The Rams had to go. The Rams had to go a silent count because it was the Packer fans are too loud. In LA, yeah, we, usually, <laughs> we yeah. usually take over a few stadiums when we come to town. Yeah, that's awesome. Beep beep beep. All right, enough <laughs> football talk. <laughs> Gilbert, did you bring a do you bring a, a question for us today? Did I bring okay. a question for y'all today? I got, I got one for you. Go ahead, run it. <laughs> up. All right. So everyone talks about what is the greatest sequel of all time, part two. Ooh. I want to know what is your favorite, your top five favorite part threes. Part three in a trilogy. In a trilogy or or in a series. Yeah, everyone talks about Empire Strikes Back, great sequel. Well, what about part threes? Yeah, I mean... It's not many. Yeah, not many great ones. I mean, I mean for me, uh, you know, how many we got to do? You can do as many as you want. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, if you go into part threes, you got to put the Godfather in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's that they had three or four of those. You know, uh, I haven't seen yet the third piece of the Equalizer, but I heard it's awesome. You know, uh, John Wick's yeah. threes and fours—they were awesome. You know, all of them were great, man. You know, it's just, uh, I mean, and I'm, I'm into the spooky movies, too. So all the ins insidious movies, they were pretty good. You know, I, I do some spooky stuff, too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and, and even like uh, the, the, the Damien movies, the Omens, you know. Hmm. You know, I get into all that type of stuff too. So when you when you're talking yeah, like, trilogies, yeah, you're talking trilogies, man. You know, you gotta, you know, get get in three. it. You know, kind of part three. Like yeah. I really like Return of the King, the Lord of the Rings third yeah. movie. I thought that was really mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. I feel like Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars Episode three of the prequels. I think that the third one is actually the best of all of those mm -hmm. prequels. Well, the prequels, yeah, for sure. Don't don't worry, Brian. Not calling not calling it the best Star Wars. Brian. Oh no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I agree. Whoa. I agree. It's the best of the prequels. Yeah. yeah. Best of prequels. I agree with Godfather Part Three. I really liked that one. I thought that Omen Part Three was iconic. Like when I think about the Omen trilogy, I, I think of the Omen One and Omen Part Three. I don't even really remember Omen Part Two. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen those movies at all, actually. I mean that—that's the type that when you see David, that's the type of be like, if you wash your kid's hair or something like that, and that pop into your head, be like, "Oh Lord Jesus, please don't let this boy have these numbers in his head, please, please." That's that's the spooky part about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. cool. All those intrusive thoughts popping in. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a, I, I love me some horror movies. I love me some zombie movies. You know, you know, uh, Robin. I love some westerns. You know, you know. It's kind of oh, like yeah. it's kind of like, it, it, it has. Have there been good trilogies and westerns? You know, you gotta look at well, the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. You know. Oh, that, I was, was gonna good. say you gotta go. Good, bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you're talking about the man with no name, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an unofficial trilogy, but if you a lot of people consider those to be part of like a series, and I would have to say, good, bad, and the ugly has to be like top number three movie, yeah, yeah. I mean, same, same character, so yeah, it's basically a trilogy or series or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clint's awesome, Clint's the man. You know, my I, I go back. It's funny. I go back and forth from my sister. She, she her favorite uh, Western is uh, Tales of Wills Fargo. Mm. Have you ever seen that? Tales of Wills Fargo. And, and I always talk about, oh, Rifleman will whoop his ass. He'll take his gun and beat him up, you know. And she's like, no. I said, you got Jim Hardy. If you hit him, he's done. If his hair is out of place, he's done. What are you talking about? Come on, you know. But I, I mean, it's 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 good that uh, you know trilogies and, and and movies are good. But then you sit up there and you you see about the strikes and all this other stuff and everybody going back and forth about that. As fans, we're missing out on all the good stuff because I'm waiting to go to the train station with my boy for the last time. And then we still got to wait. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I am looking forward to that. Yes. Finish it up. Finish up strong, Kevin Costner. You know, let's finish up strong, baby. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be so good. Well, we're hitting on about 38 minutes here. So I guess we better wrap it up. Yep. Time flies. Gilbert, Time flies when we're having fun. Yeah. Gilbert, do you want to plug your radio show here quick? You mentioned it. I've written about oh, it. Uh, it, uh, it is called the Earl Ingram Show Under the Helmet with the Gravedigger. I'm on Mondays from 8 to 9 in Wisconsin time. Nine, uh, what would that be? Nine to ten, my time, you know. And and, and I enjoy it because, um, you know, it's the first thing of the day for me, and uh, uh, we get to go back and forth on different things. And then I get to hour later, I get to be on with you, gentlemen, which <laughs> is cool, you know. And then uh, after that, I got another one that comes on Tuesdays with me, Dorsey Levins, and Armand Green. Ooh, oh, like is fun. that back now? I've been like yeah, checking. Yeah, it's um, it's called uh, uh, the G Lounge. Yeah, yeah, G Lounge. I, two, I, don't know how I, got, I don't know how I got hooked up with two running backs. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. One got a screw loose, and the other one too pretty. I can. I already know which which one's which. <laughs> I ain't even got to say the name, right? Nope, nope. <laughs> we all know. 
Oh my God. But you know, I hung, I hung out with uh, Dorsey this weekend. We was doing stuff for my foundation. Then at the end of the tail end, we hooked up with Mr. Gold Jacket himself, Leroy Butler. Leroy. Leroy. I, I, I've been in the I've been in the doghouse with him because I say Leroy. I lean on the Lee. You know, that's what we do in Detroit. Leroy. But he wants to be Leroy because he's French. I don't know. <laughs> he's French. <laughs> he's from Florida. He's not French. <laughs> he act like it, Leroy. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. And Dorsey and Aman will be up there as well this weekend. Yes, yes. The Dor uh, Aman, just, Aman just moved back to Houston from Green Bay. So he moved back to Houston. He has to keep track of that man's movements. Oh, man. I mean, God, because, he's all like, over the place. Is, is he living in Houston? Is he living in Nebraska? Is he living in Green Bay? Like, Both. I swear Both. he's moved like twice in the last two weeks. Yeah, Houston, Houston in Nebraska is where he's at because he's uh teaching, uh what you what you call it stuff? What do you call it? Were you teaching uh, game? He's an isn't he like an adjunct professor at Nebraska? I wouldn't say that. No, he he, he can't spell his own name to tell you the truth. But <laughs> he's teaching he's some a, kind of esports. He's teaching esports. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, and uh, he's the head esports coach at Nebraska yep. too. Yeah, yeah. So that's crazy, kids. You can get a scholarship by playing video games. Yeah. Wow. Well, Pretty cool. Yeah, they're all those professionals making you know million dollars and stuff like that too. Some of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh... I listened to his other podcast with Mike Wall uh, on my block. Yeah. In the last like four episodes, it's been Mike Wall by himself. Oh, really? Amon was moving. Amon is very busy. Mike Mike Wall's a different Mike Wall's a different cat too. He's a, he's a, he's a different cat, man. But uh, I'm glad he's doing well. Um, but but Robin, before we go. Let's sure. get back on this Jordan Love deal. What was his numbers? Hey. They were, they were, he had a good, he had uh, good numbers. Passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 113 passer grading, passer rating. <laughs> League leader in touchdown passes and passer rating going into tonight's football games. Yep. He's like one of like six quarterbacks that haven't thrown an interception yet or something like that. Only the fourth Packers quarterback of all time to throw six touchdown passes in the first two weeks yep. of the season. Favre, Rodgers, and the great Lynn Dickey. Anytime you can bring up Lynn Dickey, you got to. I love me so I love me some Lynn Dickey, even though he took his ass to Kansas State. I love him. Yeah, yeah, but my, also, Jayhawks, um, my Jayhawks are three and oh, by the way. Hey, yeah, they are. They sure yeah. are. Yeah, Jalen Daniels is playing well, too. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. They, and that backup, Bean, Bean ain't no slouch either now. Yeah, Bean's pretty decent, too. Yeah, 
And Deion Sanders and them pulled it out. Yeah. Ooh, Dude, that was a quick. Somebody gonna really try to tell me. That. Somebody gonna try to tell me that Colorado State out physical them though. Do you believe that? There's a lot of dirty hits going on in that game for sure. But well, I don't know if I see how physical per se. Yeah, I, I mean, they sent uh, Travis Hunter to the hospital. Yeah. What happened to him? What happened? With the, he got a late hit over the at, on, on the sideline. Late hit to the ribs yeah. on the sideline. Oof. And like there, there were some clear targeting things going on. Yeah. I'm gonna tell. I, I'm I, gonna I, tell you this though. I'm gonna tell you this though. When you selling seats at five hundred dollars for a college game, and you look in the stands on the sideline, and you see the Rock, you see Michael Irvin walking around. Colorado ain't complaining either way. No, nope. I saw a shirt, a Colorado Buffalo shirt, in Michigan. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who would have Who would have thought? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Colorado is just interesting from a marketing standpoint and everything. Like it's phenomenal. Yeah, me and my son. Awesome. Me and my son just got an NIL deal for KFC. That's what he just said. Did you see that, that commercial? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! God is good, as they say. God is good. That is awesome. Yeah, I, 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 how can you hate on him, man? I mean, what's the guy's name? Norvell. Huh? Wasn't Norvell? Yeah. No. Yeah, the coach. Yeah, I'm coach Norvell. It's, it's another guy that's he got his own show. What's his name? Woodlock. Jason Woodlock. Oh Jesus. Oh, it's gonna bring that how guy up. How could you hate on? How could you hate on Dion, man? Well, Woodlock's a whole nother story. That's. Yeah, that's, I that's, think he just—I think he just do it to get ratings. That's a whole other half-hour discussion talking about Jason. Yeah. I mean, we can go on and on about the the history of his awful takes. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> awesome. It'll be a long history. But yeah, Colorado. I mean, that game. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun game to watch. Yeah, people were complaining about being up until two o'clock in the morning watching it, but. They were up at two o'clock in the morning watching it. Yeah, because they wanted to see the outcome. Yeah, yeah, very. It, I just think that what he's doing, what Coach Prime is doing, is just good for Colorado. It's also good for college football. Yep, and, kids. and it's also good for the players that are, yeah. you know, they can get these nil deals. And the more yeah. people, the more casual fans that are paying attention to college football because of what he's yeah. doing at Colorado, that's going to yeah. open up more and more doors for other athletes at other schools who will be able to reap the benefits of the NIL. Yeah. Who they got this week? Do we know? I do not know who Colorado has this week. Because I think competition is going to start getting bigger. Yes. Getting in the conference. Ain't this a lot? This conference play start this week, don't it? I believe you are right. Um, yeah, they're playing uh, Oregon this week. Ooh, that's gonna be a yeah. good game. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's good. I think that's that's a loss, but 
Oregon is, uh, yeah. We're about to see now. Yeah. 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 Conference play tells a lot. But, but, but you know what? I'm going to say this. Going back, going into that first game, playing the number 17 ranked team in their home shows that Colorado got some backbone, regardless. So they're going to fight you. They ain't going to, they ain't going to, they ain't going to, they're going to fight you. Yep. He has his team ready to play every week. They come ready to play. Hey, Wisconsin won too. Hey, I know. I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Finally, pleasantly surprised. Finally, they won. After uh, I mean, they caused. No one cares about your team, but Brian. I don't really have a team anymore. Yeah. What? No, what Wisconsin is your team, got Brian? six turnovers. It was. It, it was UCLA, but now I'm more more of a general college football fan. Oh, okay. It's like a number of teams I follow. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Robin: Is is Wisconsin's team changing? Are they changing? Or what? <laughs> that is. Uh, Robin doesn't want to answer that. Question. That is the question, isn't it? Yes yeah. and no. Yes and no. One of the things that a lot of Badgers fans are frustrated with is all off season we were given the hype of the. Phil Longo air raid offense and that wide receivers were going to be crazy and everything, but it's more running. Well, cool. I mean, you got a 250-pound guy back there. I mean, you're not going to give him the ball. And, like, and the receivers aren't great. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, force feed at the receivers? No, of course not. No, but um... – also, Braylon Allen, I guess, has been dealing with an injury. Like, he almost didn't play on Saturday. Glad he did, though, because he had a really good game. The Is the big boys up front? Is the big boys up front pass blockers or run blockers? What are they? They take a step back, if you ask me. I think that, think that, I think that they're missing um, Joe Tipman, who got drafted by the Jets. They are they're decent. They're trying to be a little bit of both. But the run blocking is hit and miss. The protection is pretty good. The pass block the the pass blocking has been pretty good. So Renfro hasn't been very good at center. I mean they missed Titman. Renfro has Renfro Renfro hasn't been very good at center? Nah. Because he was a transfer in from uh, Cincinnati. He was a starter at Cincinnati. The whole offense as a whole has been pretty disappointing. It wasn't until I think the second half on Saturday really kind of broke them out of a little bit of a slump that they were in. Because, I mean, they forced six turnovers on Saturday, and they didn't score. They didn't capitalize on the first three of them. They had like wow. five interceptions. The defense. Ooh. <laughs> and a fumble recovery, and they didn't capitalize on them until the second half. Like it looked like it was a really nice win, but it was a real close game at, at halftime. Crazy interceptions. Do you remember? They had five interceptions. Oh, do you remember who had them? Um, 
the safety Hunter Wooler. Wooler, right? He had two. Okay, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, and I don't remember who had the other three, but Hunter Wooler had himself a game because yeah. he had like I think close to double digit tackles, two interceptions, and a sack. Like, mm. He had a really Oh, you know who else had one was the defensive lineman, uh, Getz. Oh, the pass rusher, edge rusher, or whatever. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. the he had an interception on like a short like they tried to do a short like little screen and he and he got it. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a local boy. He's from he's from Milwaukee. Yeah. Lots of them. But yeah, Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's going to be a lot like Green Bay in terms of just some up and downs this year, transitioning from a old coach to a new coach, players learning a new system. One of our wide receivers has already quit, entered the transfer portal. Which one? Keontes Lewis. Oh, yeah, he was a transfer from UCLA. <laughs> yeah, and now he's transferring again. So he, he did not get the playing time he thought that he deserved. So he's I guess. so you can transfer. You can transfer to another team right now and still play this year. No, um, you have to sit out the rest of the season, but you can still transfer. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he, he can go into the portal and he can commit commit to a school, but he can't really um, start there till like I think the spring or something like that or winter or something. So he would lose a year. The rest of the season, yeah. But you got two more years of eligibility after this one. Yeah. Yeah, he got two more years. So. Wow. Yeah. But our quarterback played well. We got the, more, we got the magic man, Mordecai, so. Yeah. He, he was – he finally figured out that he can run the ball and that that helps if he will just tuck and run. Instead of forcing throws, so that was nice. Because he's not—he's not that not that athletic. <laughs> no, he's not. But tucking and running is better than throwing an interception. So we're taking a sack. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a, it was a good game. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Wisconsin program up here. <laughs> well, now we re we really went off the rails. We. <laughs> Seems like it's that gonna was, be. A, it seems like it's gonna be a theme. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, I enjoy talking to you guys. Good stuff about football. Everything. Oh, yeah. that's going on. Looking forward oh, yeah. to Sunday. We got the Saints. I think the Packers win. Yep. Gilbert will never pick against the Packers. He thinks they're gonna win every game. <laughs> and Brian is probably the most logical. What they call that? A homer? Is that what that is? A homer. Kind of. Yeah. We yeah. just pick. Always pick. Always yeah. Pick. I'm I'm a homer then. It's okay. That and I'll never pick the Vikings to beat anybody. Nope. <laughs> Ever. Just could be just because they cut you. They, 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 they could be playing the school of the blind, and I'm going to pick the school of the blind. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
But Gil Gilbert's not salty or anything, right? <laughs> no, it ain't the point of being salty. I just don't like the color purple. Oh, okay. I've been fight I've been fighting purple all my life. Kansas State was purple. And they're purple. Yeah. Like Barney's. I'm sure the Barney's team that you I'm sure the team that was your high school rival too wore purple. Yeah. Slap them sure too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. This has been rad. Packers gonna beat the Saints. Book yeah. it. Uh, undefeated the rest of the season. Undefeated. In our book, at least. In our book. Yeah, there we go. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Yeah.